Welcome to Chapters of Motherhood. This is a weekly podcast about this hashtag mom life that is motherhood with all the struggles, chaos, and true blessings that come with the title mom. I am your host, Veronica. At 17 years old, I became a mom for the first time. And at 41, I had a water birth for my fifth baby. The goal of this podcast is to share with you my motherhood experience and hopefully help you realize that you are not alone in your own mom life journey. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, working mom, or a single mom, from potty training struggles, bedtime snuggles, and everything in between, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I share your frustrations and your joys. Every week is a different chapter of motherhood. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Chapters of Motherhood. I'm back. Yay! Thank you for being so patient with me. And I'm finally releasing season three, the long promised season three. I'm so sorry about this. I had to take an 18 month hiatus due to uh, I just needed I, I just needed this break for my mental health. I'm going to be real honest with you. As I always am, friends, I'm I'm being honest with you. I needed this break because it was really affecting my mental health. Uh, the pandemic really had me um, in a bad place. I was very angry. And I know, I know a lot of you went through a lot as well. And, and I, I completely understand. I, I know that we all went through something and each one of us went through it differently. And some of us were not affected at all. And some of us were extremely affected and some of us made something out of it, right? Made it something positive out of it, right? Which is, which is great. But I had to focus all my energy on not being angry, on not living in fear. I, I wasn't afraid of being sick. I did get sick, actually, but I, I wasn't afraid of it. I was just angry that they were using this as an excuse to take our freedoms. I'm an American, and I love and value my freedoms. I have family members that are in the military currently still, my brother. I have friends that are currently still in the military and something that I don't know if I mentioned on here or not, but one of my childhood dreams was to, when I grew up and turned 18, I wanted to join the Air Force and I wanted to be a psychiatrist for the Air Force. And of course, I got pregnant. So if you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, you'll know I got pregnant. And so I had to put that dream away. And and it's still... I was telling my husband the uh, I, just yesterday I was telling my husband that I still feel some sort of way whenever like a cashier or clerk asks me do you have a military discount and I have to say no and I say no because it just reminds me like oh I wanted to be in the air force and I didn't get to live out that dream but you know what it worked out the way it was supposed to work out because I will never give up being a mother like that was something that was my soul's mission it was my life's mission to be a mother. I know it. And I was rewarded for it with five children. So I'm very, very happy with it. But to get back, I was very angry <laughs> during the scamdemic. And I did not appreciate anything that was happening with it. And I'm not putting anybody, I'm not dismissing the deaths that happen. I'm not. But death is inevitable. I know it's not something everybody likes to hear, but it's the truth. And we have that many deaths on an average flu year. And I don't believe that it was something that they needed to seize our freedoms and close down businesses and 
I don't believe that it was something that we needed to force other people to do in order to protect other people. That's not even protection. But this is exactly why I did not want to do the podcast during these last 18 months, because I have a lot of opinions. And I know not everybody agrees with me. And that's okay, because I don't agree with everybody either. But that's neither here nor there. I'm putting that chapter behind me. I'm not even going to talk about that chapter. It doesn't exist for me. Here's what does exist. What came out of the scamdemic, excuse me, the pandemic, sorry, the pandemic. Like, I'm seriously like not even, (laughs) I'm going to leave all that in because I'm seriously not even joking. Like, these are the words that are coming out. But what did come out of this uh, experience is I got to the point where I could not live in California anymore. It was just not safe for me. I did not feel that my family was safe. I felt that my mental health was really suffering and I needed to get out. And I did not want to send my children to school the way everything was going. I did not appreciate the distance learning. I did not have a very good experience with it. Neither did my children, especially my children didn't have it. Who cares about me, right? But my children were not having a very good experience. And I decided that I've always wanted to homeschool anyway. It was a perfect opportunity for me to homeschool. So I took my kids out of school and the first school year of uh, 2020 and 2021, I did everything by myself. I registered as a private school under my own name, under my own address. I found the curriculum for my children and I joined a a homeschooling co-op, which was great. It was a wonderful group of women, mothers and children and families that uh, were already homeschooling for a while. And they took me in and because I was new and I didn't know anything. And they were very strict as to how, who they let into their group. But they allowed me in and they helped me and they really gave me a lot of advice. So I started off with unschooling. And unschooling basically means I'm throwing away the school model, right? We're not going to stand at attention. We're not going to run on schedules. We're not, you know what I mean? It's like, If you're tired, stop reading. If you're tired, stop doing the math. We'll come back to it later. If you're starting to cry, because there were times that not only were my children crying, I was crying because it was like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. And we would both get frustrated. We'd both start crying. We'd be like, that's it. Put it away. We're not going to do it today. We're going to pick up on it tomorrow. And that's how we got through that first year. And I did really good. I'm going to tell you what, I did really good. I'm very proud of myself. My daughter, at the time she was in kindergarten, And she was falling through the cracks. She was not excelling in school. Her needs were being ignored, basically. And it's understandable. Look, the teacher had like 30 other students that were learning how to read that, you know, needed attention too. So I understand. But when I had my kids with the one-on-one, she learned how to read. She learned her phonics. She learned her math. She learned how to add and subtract. We're not at multiplications yet. We're counting by fives and we're counting by tens. So she's learning that right now. After the school year ended, we fell in love with homeschooling. My kids loved it because we were able to go to a field trip every month. We were able to play with friends every Friday. And we only had school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it was basically up until like three hours, two and a half, three hours, four at the most. And the rest of the day was playtime. And on top of that, everything was learning. If they wanted to help me cook, okay, we're going to learn how to cook and we're going to learn the proper measuring. So everything was a learning opportunity. 
We would go to museums. It's a learning op- opportunity. We would go to the movies and I would tell them, okay, what did you learn? We would watch old movies, stream movies, and okay, what did you learn? My daughter learned a lot about the Independence War and she learned a lot about the Civil War. So, like I said, living in California, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was just getting so bad. For somebody like me, it was getting really, really bad where I feel oppressed and I don't want to feel oppressed. I have been abused before. I have felt like I'm stuck. I have felt like I had no voice. I had no money and people would take advantage of me during those times. And to go through and having someone tell me what I could and couldn't do was just too much for me. I could not handle that. So I asked my husband that I needed to move. I told him, we need to leave the state. I know that my parents are here. I know that my adult children are here. I know that my family is here, but we can't even get together with anybody right now anyway, because they're not allowing it. And my family is too scared to get together. So what are we waiting here for? What are we here for? Well, he quickly reminded me, we're here because that's where his job is. Like, that's his career. Like, not only is it his job, it's his business. And he just can't leave it behind. That's, you know, that's our living. And I told him, I just really can't. I really can't deal with what's happening here. I need to get out. I don't feel safe. And that was all he needed. All he needed to hear was me say, I don't feel safe. And and I'm not exaggerating. I didn't feel safe. So... I kind of knew that it was time for a fresh start. I felt wholeheartedly that my family really was in danger if we remained in California. So solely based on my intuition, I insisted on moving and my husband actually said yes. We moved to Idaho and we love it. Like we love it here. He reluctantly agreed to move. My husband is willing to do whatever it takes to make me feel safe. But here's the problem. He has his business in California. And we're living in Idaho. Come to find out that a lot of families, actually, a lot of families that have transplanted over to Idaho have the same situation where the family lives here and the breadwinner, I guess, if you will, the husband or the father or whoever is working has to commute back and forth. Or if they're lucky enough, they can do their job from home and they can move anywhere. But my husband has to travel back and forth and commute, which is, it's okay because a lot of families here do it and it's not going to be for too much longer anyway. It's, it's going to be just for a few more months. And we've made it work. It's been difficult. It's been hard. It's not easy whatsoever. I do not recommend it to the average family, but it is working for us. So we have worked out a really good rhythm of commuting. So he spends his majority of the time with us, obviously, and whenever he needs to go back and forth, he will. So it's not uncommon or very different in the community that we're living because, like I said, there's a lot of families that come from other states, such as Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada. I believe there are people from Utah even and Texas, which surprised me because I thought Texas was pretty free. Um, And so is Utah, actually. But neither here nor there. What I'm trying to get at is that there are a lot of families that are commuting like this. And I've been going back and forth to California, you know, with the children as well, you know, to be with my husband as well, because we still have family there. You know, I still want to see my parents. I still want to see my family. You know, I have sick uncle and aunt that are getting, you know, mature in their age. And I don't want to miss out on anything, but because I love them so much, you know, I consider them, you know, my second dad, my second mom, 
and I love them and I want to be near them. Of course I do. So I travel back and forth as well. And being able to homeschool just really does afford us that kind of freedom. And I guess the word for this year of 2021 really was freedom. I thought it was intention, but it's actually freedom for me. And best of all, we're continuing to homeschool here. Idaho has a lot of resources for homeschooling families, and it's actually really great. We've gotten into nature. We go to uh, river walks. We live really close to the green belt. And so we do a lot of walking on the river. We do a lot of going to natural parks. And um, well, I guess you can't really call it a forest. So we'll just call it a natural park with the river. It's just beautiful here. There's so many mountains. I, I want to go on hikes. And because I homeschool, I can take the kids with me anywhere and everywhere all the time. We even get discounts. Like we even get discounts for being homeschooling families at like the movies and the pumpkin patch and places like that. And anything that's related to learning, we get discounts for it. Now, as you know, your girl has a tendency to go off on tangents, right? So I'm unable to do science and history because I just go off on tangents. Well, I mean, science is just, it's difficult, girl. I can't do it. <laughs> it's difficult for me. So I decided that I'm going to outsource the learning for the children when it comes to science and when it comes to history. And I found this great school. It's a learning academy. It's a learning center. Now, let me tell you about this learning center that I found for the kids. It is all made up of teachers that quit their job because they were not in alignment with what the school district was trying to force children and teachers to do. And they did not like it. They did not want to force children to wear masks. They didn't want to wear masks themselves. They did not want to separate children. They did not want to stop hugging children. They did not want to stop showing their facial expressions to children. And so a lot of teachers quit the school district. And what they did instead was they got together, they opened up their own school. However, in order to avoid all these mandates, they call it a learning center or learning academy. And they accept payments from charters. So it really does work out a lot. It really does work out for me and my kids. So I teach my kids. I still continue to homeschool. I teach them language arts and math in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I send them to this learning academy where they learn history and science. And they have like a few clubs. And one of the clubs is gardening, which I think my seven-year-old took that class. And art and drama. So it's great. I just found the perfect balance to do this. So with this perfect balance, I'm able to start podcasting again because I'm no longer angry. I'm no longer my day is not all day teaching, all day with the children anymore, so I'm able to have some time to actually podcast. Now, I really didn't have a topic to talk about. I just wanted to do an update as to what's been going on and why I've been so quiet and MIA for <laughs> almost two years. There's a lot that was going on, and uh, like I said, I just decided to move my family, and we were gone. Like Once we finally made the decision, once I came and visited Idaho and my husband saw everything and we decided on it. We really did move like in like six weeks, like we picked up and left in six weeks. My family couldn't even believe it. Even though I had been talking about it for like six months, I had been telling my parents, I'm leaving. I've been telling my daughter, I'm leaving. I'd been telling anybody who would listen, I'm, we're going to leave, we're going to move. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. 
And sure enough, like I said, we came, we visited. Six weeks later, we moved in. We've been here for, let's see, we've been here since February. What is today? We're in October. So we've been here for eight months. And I can't tell you how much happier I am here. I love it here. I really do. I wake up every morning with a grateful heart to be here. So like I said, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a script. I did not think this through. I just hit record and started talking. Another reason is because now that I have some free time, now that my mental health is a lot better and I'm more clear and I'm not coming from an anger energy, I can come from a loving energy. I'm very excited to also announce I am starting a new podcast. It's called the Ethereal Phoenix Podcast, and it's going to be a spiritual podcast. I'm going to continue to do this podcast because Chapters of Motherhood, I mean, it's it's constantly evolving. There's I have a lot of guests lined up that I want to bring onto the show and, and we can talk about other things. I met a mom here who volunteered for the teenage outreach and she was taught a lot on how to look out for child trafficking. So I've asked her to be a guest and she has agreed. So I'm going to try to get that on the calendar as soon as possible. I also um, do want to talk more in depth about the teachers that quit their job and decided to open up their own learning centers. And I'm going to try to get the administrator to also be a guest and talk about her experience with that. And I'm starting kids yoga. So pretty soon I'll be able to talk on that as well. I'm desperately trying to be a yogi. But back to my announcement of the other podcast. So I'm going to keep this podcast going. I'm going to try to keep Wednesdays going, but I'm going to release them as soon as they come out. And the other podcast is completely separate. It's, it's a different subject. It's, it's on spirituality and how to reach the fifth dimension. I'm also going to be releasing guided meditations. So that's something to look out for in the other podcast. And I'll actually link it to the show notes here. But this is going to be a short and sweet episode just because I just hit record and started talking. And I probably sound like a lunatic, but if you know me well, this is what I sound like all the time. So it's nothing new or different. So I'm recommitting myself to season three. There will be plenty more episodes. I'm going to release them on Wednesday again, but this episode just needed to be released already. I figured, you know what? I've waited 19 months. I'm not going to wait any or 18 months, whatever. I'm not going to wait any longer. I'm going to put it out. So see you next week with a brand new chapter. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, share it with a mom friend. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to Chapters of Motherhood podcast. You can rate and review on Apple Podcast. You can leave me a voicemail message on Anchor FM. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Chapters of Motherhood or Twitter at Mother Podcaster. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Veronica. Tune in each week to find your chapter of motherhood.